Weather is coming, and that means it's time to get out in the garden. I, for one, am very excited. But before we all do that, we need to learn about those secret invaders lurking in our yards. And that's what the Invasive Species Council of BC would like to help you do this month. Gail Wallen is the executive director and joins us now. Good morning, Gail. Good morning. Is this the prime time of year for invasive species in our yards? Well, this is a prime time to be aware of it because many of us are getting out to start planting our garden. So when we're out there planting or weeding or getting it prepped, we want to make sure that we're not buying, trading or putting in new invasive species. And that's often done. So, yes, this is the time to be aware. What do you mean it's often done? Like, are we actually planting invasive species? Uh, Actually, invasive species, which means they're not native to BC or our backyards, and they're actually very aggressive. They take over the ecosystem. So it's a very narrow group of uh, plants. But these invasive species, over 60% of them, we've actually intentionally planted. And that's because they're exotic, they're you know aggressive, they take over your garden, you know, little work needed, all those you know aggressive, ag- rapidly spreading ground cover, all those cold words means, ah, it might be invasive. So yes, we do buy them, but we... I think people today are much more aware, and so we encourage you to be aware, know what you're buying, know what you're trading or planting, and make sure they're not invasive plants. Okay, let's start with the list that you've got here. You've got one called Myrtle Spurge, which is a great name, by the way. It Mm -hmm. seems to me that a number of these ones on your list are, they've kind of escaped from people's gardens. Well, like I said, over 60% are planted, and Myrtle Spurge is a perfect one. So it's a really exotic-looking plant that looks pretty neat, but it's actually very toxic to us, and so we don't want it. So you think you buy this, or you get from your neighbor, this exotic-looking plant, you put it in your garden, and then, yes, it escapes the garden fence, the phrase we often use. And so, no, you don't want to do that. Yes, it looks exotic. Giant hogweed was one that was, you know, a five uh, meter tall, three meter tall plant um, because it looked exotic. And then it caused many people to go to the hospital with second degree burns. So that and Myrtle Spurge can end up with putting people in the hospital. Let's not buy or plant these anymore. And you know what? Just looking at the picture of the Myrtle Spurge, I have seen that everywhere. Like that thing grows all the time. Well, an invasive species is something that grows rapidly, gets established, um, takes little care. So you're right. And that makes it really easy to escape your garden, go elsewhere and causes lots of problems. So, you know, we encourage people to be, we call it plant wise. Uh, you can uh, find out the information on plant wise program and we'll give you alternatives of what to grow instead of Myrtle Spurge or what to grow instead of English Ivy, what to grow instead of uh, English Holly. Those are all examples of invasive species that are Seem really common, but we don't want them to be spreading across our province. And let's talk about the way you mentioned it there. This is the big one too, though. Japanese knotweed. Oh, Japanese knotweed is, you know, this is a plant that sort of looks like bamboo, um, a false bamboo, some people will call it. But this plant, actually, if you have it on your property, you have a high risk because this plant can literally grow through the foundation of your house. I've seen it growing through uh, our highways. I've seen it growing in in bridge foundations. And this is aggressive. You need to get rid of it. And it is difficult to get rid of because it is so um, aggressive. Um, You have to get every piece of its root out. 
um, which is difficult to do, so it's ex- excavating. Um, often you need to use a, um, a herbicide on it because it is so aggressive and you want to protect your house. So um, in, if you were in England, you would uh, not be able to get a mortgage with it. So really? We're not, yeah, we're not that far. We don't have that rule in, B, in BC yet, but at the same time, you do when you buy your house or you're, you're looking at buying a place, we're asking you, this is the one of the things you want to look at because this will cost you to get rid of it and you do need to get rid of it. Okay, so people should definitely Google that one and take a look at what it looks like. And you're right about the bamboo kind of shoots. Like, So right now at this time of year, is that what it looks like? It looks like those shoots coming out of the ground? It, you know, di- different parts of the province will have be at different stages just because the weather is, you know, yes, we're into spring, but different parts. So it, that's its early phases, but it grows very rapidly. It's very distinct. It's very impressive. Um, and did I mention it was planted intentionally and now we're spending thousands of millions to get rid of this uh, species from our municipalities, our highways, et cetera. So, okay. That is a big one. That is a huge one. It's really, it's really a good example about what trouble you can cause to your, your lands, your community, if you have this in there And, and municipalities and the province and individuals are working hard to get rid of this in different areas, which is a great thing. Okay. And what about giant hogweed? Giant hogweed is actually, you know, again, a garden plant brought in. Is it grow so big and impressive? Yes, all those things. But it's it actually will, when it's escaped your garden, it's got a great big seed head on it. It sort of looks like an umbrella. It sort of belongs to the carrot family. Um, it will escape your garden fence. It, we've toured places where it actually is the only species growing there, and it crowds out because it's so big. It'll crowd out um, lower-growing plants. Um, but again, here is an exotic-looking plant, but it actually has a, in its, I'll call it sap, in its stalk, it actually um, causes blisters, etc. And so we always get calls every year about, my daughter, my child has ended up in the hospital because of second degree burns. And again, this had we paid attention back when we brought it into BC, we would have made sure that we stopped planting this. And now today, many municipalities on the lower mainland have actually removed all the giant hogweed and they're on the alert for new reports. And we encourage people to report in. You know, you go to, we have a, um, an app, you can go to, it's on iNaturalist, there's a project called iSpy Identify. Go on there and report anything that you want to see, but it'll actually help you learn it. And if you see something that looks exotic, big, sort of big white uh, um, umbrella style flowers, take a look and then, but do not just go up to it and, and cut it down. You need to be wearing totally covered with your clothes and your face so you don't get that. on your skin. That sounds Mm -hmm. terrible. Okay, these are some serious stuff here. And I do encourage people to go online and look these up so you have a good idea of what they do look like. Uh, What about Scotch broom here, Gail? Because I looked this one up and I thought, well, it actually, it looks kind of (laughs) pretty. Never you, people plant them because they do look pretty exotic. (laughs) So Scotch broom is actually, uh, was brought over to bring a little touch of the uh, Scottish countryside. And now if you tour, I was just talking to people on Vancouver Island. You cannot be on Vancouver Island basically and not see Scotch Room. It's just coming into bloom. It's a beautiful yellow color. It just lines the highways. It lines, covers our our lands. I'm actually doing a tour today to take a look at how it 
prohibits makes it really difficult to replant, to get forests replanted. So again, here's a plant that somebody brought in, and now it has actually covered all, you know, most of Vancouver Island. And there are groups across BC and Vancouver Island removing this. So Broombusters is a really good volunteer group. People are trying to remove this so you can actually get back some native species and get back that natural diversity we really love. And I understand that it's also a concern if it's in an area where wildfires might be a problem. Yes, there's a there's a couple of plants, and this is one of them, um, scotch broom or cheatgrass here in southern um, BC. These two species are actually very flammable. And right now, as we will watch the weather and communities are concerned about fire, they want to reduce risk. So many communities are fire smarting and they're removing um, flammable materials around homes or buildings and trying to reduce the risk of fire. Well, Scotch broom is one of those. It's actually got an oil that makes it very flammable. So if it's in and around your properties, you need to remove it. Now, this takes some work to remove it. You can physically remove it. Um, cut it down. You can definitely remove its seed head so it doesn't reproduce more plants, but it's actually got seeds in the soil. So you're going to need to keep at it for multiple years to be able to successfully reduce your um, scotch broom population. Oh, wow. Okay. This is going to be hard work. Gail, what's your website so people can go online and see all this? So bcinvasives.ca is where you want to go and look up your plant-wise program. Um, Take a look at what are some of the options for Grow Me Instead which is instead of planting English ivy, here's some alternatives. And, you know, when next time you go into a garden store, go in and check to see, um, is this plant invasive? Ask them. We're actually working with retailers such as GardenWorks who will m- make sure that they provide information. Yet this is not invasive. This is uh, one that you can buy instead of whatever plant you've asked for. If you're asking for English ivy, they'll give you some alternatives that are meet the same needs that you have for your garden, but protect our environment by not being invasive. Great advice. Thank you so much, Gail. Have a great day. Be plant wise.